0: Welcome to Empowering Moms in Retail, the podcast where we dive into the inspiring world of moms who work in retail and explore their journey to achieving the delicate balance between career and family life. I'm your host, Kristen, and I'm thrilled to embark on this journey with you. Hey there, amazing retail moms. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Empowering Moms in Retail. Today, we're diving headfirst into a topic that every mom knows all too well, mom brain. You know what I'm talking about, right? That feeling when your thoughts are scattered in a thousand directions, like you're trying to juggle 10 things at once. You forget to send your child to school with their snack because you're too busy thinking about that client issue that you need to tackle. Or you wake up in the middle of the night because you suddenly remember you didn't put that dress on hold for the client who's coming in tomorrow? But don't worry, you're not alone in this. Mom brain is a real phenomenon, and today we're cracking the code on it. We'll dive into the science behind it and share some practical strategies to help you regain your focus and conquer the chaos. So grab your cup of coffee and let's get started. Are you a mom that works in retail? I want to hear from you. The goal of this podcast is to share these personal stories of retail moms and talk about what their balances between work life and family life and how they manage that what struggles they're having we're all in this boat together and everybody have has a different situation and I know that there are hundreds and even thousands of other women that can relate to your story and learn from it so please reach out to me you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or send me an email I'll link it below in the description because I want to hear from you I want to have you on the show I want to learn about your struggles and your triumphs strategies that you implement um, to make a better work-life balance working in retail, and I want to help connect all the women that work in retail so we can have a common ground on supporting each other and talking through these struggles that we have. So please reach out to me. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and hearing your story. Okay, first things first, what exactly is mom brain and why does it happen? Well, it's like our brains are wired for multitasking, but sometimes they go a little overboard. When we become moms, our brains are flooded with hormones like oxytocin and cortisol. Now, oxytocin is the love hormone responsible for bonding, while cortisol is the stress hormone. So it's like a recipe for mental multitasking. Our minds start racing from one thought to another because we're trying to manage work, home, kids, and everything in between. But here's the catch. Our brains are doing their absolute best to keep us on track. So even though it might feel like your thoughts are all over the place, it's actually our brains trying to help us prioritize and stay organized. Let's talk about the science behind it. According to Psychology Today, researchers from the Autonomous University of Barcelona scanned the brains of a group of women before and after they gave birth and found changes in the structure of their brains that were long-lasting. Importantly, these changes were particular to the parts of the brain that were most active when the women were looking at pictures of their babies. So retail moms, the next time you feel like you're in a whirlwind of thoughts, remember that it's your brain's way of saying, I've got your back. So let's talk about three practical strategies that can help you overcome mom brain. The first strategy is prioritize and organize. One of the most effective ways to manage mom brain is by prioritizing and organizing your tasks and responsibilities. Here's how you can do it. You can create a to-do list. That was always my go-to was to have a list every single day of all the things that I needed to get done and start prioritizing them um, in order of what's most important. So start each day by making this list. Write down all the tasks that you need to tackle. This simple act helps clear your mind and provides a visual roadmap for your day. Some people like to call this a brain dump, which is just another way of trying to get everything off of your mind, that it's waking you up in the middle of the night or disrupting your thought process while you're trying to spend time with your kids. And I know we've all been there, and I've actually sometimes sat there when I'm spending time with my children and pull out my phone and on my notes section start jotting things down that was on my mind so I can clear my mind out and get it off my mind and really focus on those moments that I was having with my kids. Um, use digital tools. Those are like, there's so many options out there nowadays that you can use. Um, there's the calendar apps. There's task management apps, um, that you can use to schedule your appointments or set reminders and track your tasks. Um, those tools can send you notifications and, and help you stay on top of those commitments. I'm a huge fan of the Google Calendar. My Google Calendar looks like a rainbow of colors because I have utilized it to map out different areas of the day to get certain tasks done. And then I've color prioritized it by um, the importance of it and, and what what it relates to, whether it's a mom task or a work task um, or family task, things like that. And that could be helpful too if you're super organized like that and, and, and you're a visual person like I am to have that calendar color coded and actually time block areas of your day and your week to get these tasks done. Another way to help you um, prioritize and organize is to establish routines. I know in retail, this is not the easiest thing to do with our schedules because they're typically all over the place and they change from week to week. But thinking about the times that you are home before work and after work, trying to establish some kind of routine with your family that can kind of help reduce your mental clutter. Assign specific times for common tasks, so like meal planning, grocery shopping, house cleaning, um, anything like that, that's, that's something that you consistently have to do and assigning specific times so that can help alleviate the need to constantly remember what's next. It's all about creating systems and routines that can help you stay on top of things. So whether it's setting reminders on your phone, using your planner, creating a to-do list, having a structured approach can help you rein in those wondering thoughts that are constantly going through your head throughout the day. The second strategy that I want to touch on is to delegate and share responsibilities. When I was in a store manager role, I think that delegation, especially in the early part of my career, was the hardest thing for me to do because we always think in our minds that in order to have it done the correct way or the way it needs to be done, that we have to do it. And what I have learned over the years of being in retail and managing teams is that by putting it all on yourself, you're actually not only just hurting yourself, but you're hurting your team because you're not giving them a sense of empowerment to be a part of what's happening in the store. So- it's super important to really think about what tasks that you can delegate to your team members to take off your plate so you can focus on the bigger picture. And then on top of that, it it takes those little tasks out of your mind. So when you are home with your family and your kids, you're not thinking about, you know, I need to order more shopping bags or um, I need to um, call that client about that hold or whatever the situation is. If it's something that you can delegate to a member of your team It's going to be less likely to sit in your mind and take up space for when you're spending time with your family. Something else that um, I recently had a conversation um, with a business partner about is how to utilize uh, a list to delegate to your team. And so writing down kind of with the brain dump, right, writing down all of the tasks that you need to do for work work-wise and delegating out to members of your team. Think about what tasks that somebody else can do for you to take off your plate and prioritize it that way. And then do a separate list for family, right? Is there anything on your list that you can delegate for your kids to take care of if they're old enough to have a little bit of responsibility or your partner or spouse um, or another family member that maybe lives close by and can help support you? Think about different tasks that you can utilize somebody else to help get you done to again, take some things off your plate and and alleviate you going back to that mom brain and being scatterbrained all the time. Don't try to do it all on your own. Share responsibilities with your partner, your family members, or even colleagues if possible. And here's how to do it effectively. So first you wanna communicate your needs. So clearly communicate with your partner or family member about your workload, what support you require expressing those needs can lead to a more equitable division of responsibilities. So again, every family situation is different. So if you do have a spouse or a partner that can help support you, lean on them when you can and let them understand the workload that you have and we're not always super busy. There are there are some downtimes in our in our field, but during those really busy seasons really have conversations and see what you can do to divide and conquer and and get all the responsibilities done for family life together and maybe take some things off your plate because you're overworked with, um, with your career work. The second is create a family calendar. I actually found an app that could share across all the family members and um, and you can prioritize by who's responsible for it and everybody can see what was happening for the week. But then the problem with that is I found out that I was the only one actually utilizing it. <laughs> so it really backfired on me because it didn't help with my organization and my mom brain because it went right back on me. Um, so hopefully this could work for you and your family, but it's just another suggestion um, if, if they're willing to um, actually look at the calendar uh, and read what it has to say. But Having a a shared calendar that includes everyone's commitments, so from work meetings to school events, um, this just keeps everyone aware of each other's schedules, and you can plan accordingly. Um, Some people have a big calendar on the wall, and they put what's happening every single week so everyone can see it firsthand, and that's actually what I ended up doing. That actually became more effective in my family to have a a written calendar on the wall every week showing everyone's activities, so it was at a glance. You walk by it on the way to the kitchen, and everyone could see it um, clearly, so Find out what works for you. If you're a digital person, maybe there's an app that your family likes, or if you're a visual person, find a a big calendar that you can put on the wall and keep everyone's commitments on it. Hey, retail moms, if you're in a retail leadership position, I highly encourage you to click the link below in the description and download my free succession planning guide and training. Having a succession plan in place when you're in a leadership role in a store can make a whole difference in how you manage your business and your life. When the unexpected opening happens at your store, are you reactive and trying to find the right candidate to meet that role? Or do you already have a plan in place where you can easily bring that top candidate in? Having a succession plan, especially as a working mom, can take a ton of stress off of your life and make a big difference in how you manage your business and your time at home. So click the link below, download this free guide, and set yourself up for success. And the third thing is to collaborate with your colleagues. So in the workplace, collaborate with colleagues to share your workload. If you have a supportive team, you can swap tasks or help each other when needed. I know, especially us retail moms, sometimes it's hard for us to really talk about all the commitments that we have on our plate because we don't want to come to work and feel that we're not able to give our best or perceived to not give our best because we are mom and we're balancing a lot of other things on our plates. I think it's super important that you do communicate these things to your leader and to your colleagues. Um, and you may have other moms on your team that you guys can talk and share some responsibilities and think about how you can help each other out. I know in some of my stores previously I would um, I, I had in one instance actually there was four of us that were moms. And one of the biggest things that I like to instill was to really support each other when things happen. So if somebody needed to leave early to get their child from school, we would fill in. Or um, if an unexpected thing happened and they couldn't come in because their child was sick, we would try to cover for them. And it was a mutual respect. So when that situation happened to us, we knew we could could depend or lean on them. And so having that really strong bond within your store team is going to make all the difference in the world in terms of delegating and sharing the responsibility. Sometimes we try to do it all, but sharing this responsibility with your partner, family, and colleagues can be the game changer. Sharing the load not only eases the mental burden of mom mom brain, but also strengthens your support network. And the third and last strategy is practice mindfulness and self-care. And I know we touched on this in the first episode a lot, especially relating to mom guilt and making sure that we were taking care of ourselves so we could be a better parent for our children and a better colleague at work. Um, But this is also very true with mom brain. So taking care of your mental and emotional well-being is crucial for managing mom brain. There's a few mindfulness and self-care practices. Some will be repeats from last week um, that we had discussed, but I hope you're starting to implement them. And if you haven't, I really encourage you to try to implement them as soon as you can to really help alleviate that mom guilt and the mom brain so you can function more efficiently at home and at work. So number one, meditation and breathing exercises. I am a huge fan of meditation. I do it on a daily basis. Um, And I actually learned recently that it's super important to do your brain dump before you do your meditation. I would always do it the opposite. um, But I have found that if I take all of those things out of my mind, it really makes it much clearer during my meditation so I can physically um, get into a really relaxed state and my meditation is more effective. Um, important, uh, I'm sorry, incorporate mindfulness, meditation, or deep breathing exercises into your daily routine if you can. And there's so many apps out there. Um, I use Insight Timer. Um, I know there's a ton of them. Uh, some Most are free with a subscription if you want. Um, and there's so many options on there that you can use. The Insight Timer app that I use has a really great free version um, that I've been using for years, and it has wonderful content. And it doesn't have to be a long meditation. They have tons of options where it's just a five-minute quick meditation. Um, And then there's also some really great ones if you're feeling overwhelmed in the middle of the day or stressed out and there's a lot of things on your mind. They have some great meditations where you can just decompress in the middle of the day, just take a moment and breathe. um, And it's going to really help set you up for the rest of the day. But definitely do your, your brain dump before you do your meditation. Scheduled breaks. So allow yourself breaks throughout the day to recharge. I know that with our work schedules, we have a specific time frame for breaks. Um, but most states allow you to take at least another fifteen minutes. Um, but check with your state laws to to confirm with that. But take when you take those breaks, walk out of the store. Take a walk outside, get some fresh air, get some sunshine if you can, um, if it's there, and just really recharge yourself and get out of that that environment where you have all these things weighing on you and all these tasks that you have to do and kind of clear your head. And when you're at home, do the same thing. So I've incorporated taking a walk at night, and that has really, really helped alleviate the stress or anything that I have weighing on my mind. It gives me time to myself to really think and just process what happened throughout the day. And that's been a really big game changer for me. So whether you're at work, you're at home, just step out, take a little break, um, get some sunshine. If you need to just sit down and listen to some music or whatever works for you, but take that time, those few minutes to yourself, because you really, really need it. You need to recharge yourself. And other self-care rituals that you can do that we spoke about in the last podcast. um, There's so many out there that can resonate with you. It really depends on what what you feel is more effective for you and helps you relax, Um, whether it's reading a book, taking a bath, doing a hobby that you like, but just making sure that you prioritize your self care so that it can help reduce stress and improve your cognitive function both at home and at work. Remember, managing mom brain is an ongoing process. So what might work for you might be totally different for another mom depending on their situation. But either way, it's very important to be patient with yourself and experiment with different strategies to discover what helps you regain your focus and stay organized in the beautiful chaos of motherhood. Remember that mom brain is just a sign of how incredible your minds are at managing the beautiful chaos of life. Embrace it. Organize it and conquer it. That's a wrap for today's episode of Empowering Moms in Retail. I hope you enjoyed cracking the code on Mom Brain, and I truly hope you found some great strategies that you can start to implement in your life to help conquer mom brain, mom guilt, all the, the stresses that we have trying to balance the retail schedule with all those responsibilities of motherhood. And remember, you're not alone in this journey. We're here to support you every step of the way. And if you have any questions or want to share your own mom brain moments, please don't hesitate to reach out to me or leave it in the comments. I want to hear from you and I want to hear what's working for you um, and what's not working for you that we can tackle together. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep rocking that mom brain one thought at a time.